Stranger by Alison Maruskier. Copyright 2018. I found another box back here. Coughing, I shoved the dust-covered cardboard across the cement floor of the cool space and out to my brother. This has to have something. He pulls it into the family room as I brush my grimy hands on my jeans, trying not to cringe at my beat-up manicure. Why, Aaron pulls the crackling tape. A simple task given in DC's age. Fourteenth times the charm? He shoots me a satisfied smirk. Ha ha ha. Let's just get it. Get to it. We're, we're down to... I'll check my watch. Half an hour before Dad has to have whatever pics we can find. Thirty minutes to go through sixty years of memories. No problem. I only lift the shoebox from the larger cupboard one. Here, I grab and open it while Aaron shuffles through whatever loose things are in the big box. Surrounding us, Grandmother's things lay strewn across the floor. Like layers of ancient rock, they show more age as we dig further into the core space. At the far end of the rest room rest the newest finds, including programs for more graduations, birthday cards from the past ten years, even Christmas gift tags. The next layer includes framed pictures of us as young children, starting around the time Tom Mum took off, and after that came the bracelets from our birth and a program from Dad's college drama production. So many items showed a life I had no clue about, despite the fact that she had a large pint on raising us. I waited and assisted on sitting on my chest a past four days returned. So I do what I had done almost non-stop since then. Keep busy. This is full of canisters of undeveloped film. I'll take one out and shake it. Think anyone was still develops his stuff? Doubt it. He moves a stack of papers and pictures and flips through them. Hey, these might work. He holds them out to me. I take the faded yellowing photographs, images of a young family, our mother, our father and his parents on the beach, a twenty-something version of Grandma wearing a bikini and huge sunglasses is sitting on a towel, her legs stretched before her as our preschool-aged father buries her feet with sand. Behind her are another family, all looking like they're in the show about summer in the sixties. I set the picture aside and flick through the others. Grandma isn't in many of these. Huh? I notice Aaron flips through his own stack of square photos. I guess mums are usually the ones taking pictures. Oh, here we go. He hands me another shot. This one featuring young grandma standing beside a Thanksgiving table. But behind her, pressed against the wall, was a man I don't recognise. He isn't smiling. Squinting, I hold a photo picture close to my eyes, looking for something familiar. Failing that, I set the photograph with the beach one. By the time the alarm of my phone goes off, Aaron and I have a stack of five photographs featuring Grandma as a young woman. I grab them and jump to my feet. Come on, we'll drop these off with, with Dad and clean up after. As Aaron drives us to the funeral home, I analyse the pictures, wishing I could reach into them and pull Grandma back to us.
I remember tracing an old scar on the side of her hand. The one she got cutting vegetables years ago, before, with my finger when I was a kid. These prints are rare treasures capturing something I hadn't seen in the most recent digital shots. Do you notice Grandma is never alone in these? What do you mean? Aaron pulls the funeral homes lot into the funeral homes lot and parks in the space closest to the street. Exactly what I said. Look, I hold the pictures up, slowly flipping through them. There's a guy in all of them. Halloween picture. There's Grandma sits with our pirate cushion dad. It look, looks like a church basement. I point to the brown-haired man dressed in tan slicks and a shiny green button-down shirt. I flip to Frank Griffin picture. I point out the same man. All of the pictures he wears the same clothes. I stare straight ahead, unsmiling. Huh, Aaron takes the sack from me and flips through them. Maybe Dad knows who he is. He must have been a close friend if he was around on Thanksgiving. Come on, you need to get in there. Next day's service comes too soon. Don't expect any time will feel too soon to me. I check my lipstick one last time in the bathroom mirror. Before heading into the crowded hallway, while I love to say goodbye to Grandma in a comfortable solitude, I can't wait out these people forever. First eyes to connect with mine belong to someone I haven't seen in decades, of course. Those eyes are much older than I remember. Uncle Frank, my great uncle, offers a half-toothed smile. Maria, my goodness, he approaches me with an even gait. Though I'm not sure if he's caused by his ageing joints or by the huge archaic camera around his neck. He takes my hands in his smiling, uh, in his hand, in his, smiling and nodding. Moisture sits on the bottom of his eyes as if he'd been mourning his sister just before I joined him. We're all grown up. Yep, a smile, gently patting the back of his hand. Did you see the display Dad set up? As I haven't seen the display myself. Hope doing so with the company will be easier. He shakes his head. Let's go then. I is it in here? I pull him towards the sentry. One second, dear, releasing my hand. He steps back and raises the camera. I'd like to get the picture. Is it all right? Sure. I can I stand straight and smile half heartedly, seeming that it's a photograph that no one will see. The whole camera clicks and Uncle Frank cranks the doll. How old is the camera? I ask. Reach for his hand again. Oh, older than I f- you, than you. I think he chuckles. I never got into those newer fancy things. This one works just fine. I hold the door open for him, and together we make our way to the front of the mostly empty sanctuary. Lily's grandma's favourite surround the urn, centred on the front table, covering it the floor around it. On the table furthest to the right are photographs, including ones Aaron and I found yesterday, now framed arranged chronologically alongside the newer pictures. I bent over analysing them again, looking for the, in, the stranger in each, like I'd look, looking for Waldo. He only appears in the older photos. Uncle Frank, do you know who this man is? What's that? He shovels over to me, lifting the glasses, holding his face inches to the picture. Oh, sure. I think I remember him. A neighbour of theirs. I think I met him at barbecues once or twice. 
Putting his glasses back on, he stands straight again and moves to the front pew, especially his long sigh as he settles in the seat. Do you know his name? I sat next to him. Oh no, you know how it is with people, they come and go. But he is around on Thanksgiving and Christmas. He shrugs and takes a hanky from his pocket, jacket pocket. Wiping his nose, in the minutes that follow, family and old friends join us, causing us to appreciate the display. An older lady wearing a long floral dress stops at a picture's leaning close. Well, I'll be damned, she says more loudly than I think she realises. The man behind me stifles a laugh. She pots on one hand on her chest and pans herself with another, looking like she might fall over. I hurry to her side. Excuse me, are you doing okay? Can I help you find a seat? Oh, no, dear. She takes my hand and smiles at me. I was surprised that it's all. You, we were so young in those pictures. She points to this big picture to a young woman this time, my grandma. And next to a stranger, that was me, Sylvia. I was one there. I was the best of friends. Five rose rushed to my stomach. Who is this man next to you? He is my husband, only narrowing his aunt, her eyes. She leans towards a photo of him. No, that can't be right. Why? What can't? You have a father there. He was four, but my Jimmy's gone by then. He shakes her head. Silly, I must have been losing my marbles. Another smile, she follows my side. He's my side, heading for the beauties. I follow her and sit next to her. Can I ask what you mean, that he was gone? He disappeared when your dad was a baby. I remember it very clearly because your grandma had to console her crying baby at the same time. She consoled me. She laughs at little moisture pulls in her eyes. Please found him. But a year later... I swallowed past a lump in my throat, found it. He nods, nods slowly. Been murdered, I'm afraid. He stabbed and tossed in the lake. They never found who was responsible. My face falls, regretting, making me her relive such old pain. I'm so sorry. Would you like me to sit with you? That'd be very nice, dear. Thank you. That would be nice, dear. Thank you. As the service begins, my eyes go to the photographs again. A beach picture was the oldest. If her husband was already gone by then, or near then, if her memory wasn't quite accurate, wasn't quite accurate, how was he in all the later ones? A few weeks later, after the service, a knock on my door pulls me away from my book. Not expecting anyone, I peer through the pipe hole and open the door. Dad, what are you doing here? I have some things from the service I thought you might want. Uncle Frank sent it over. After a hug, he steps into my living room. Have you... How have you been, been doing? Without waiting for an answer, he hands me a large yellow envelope. I open the class. What is this stuff? I don't know. Don't. I didn't look. I've been busy cleaning out of Grandma's house. Finished that. What you and Aaron started. Find anything interesting? He shrugs. Why don't you come out to the car and have a look? Maybe you want to keep something. I set the envelope on the end of the table. I follow him out. Three boxes sit neatly in the back of his SUV. This is all that you've got, I ask. It's all I thought that you guys might want. The first two boxes had a few vases, wine glasses, rain pitches, and the second was a tarnished silver bowl, punch bowl set. The last box was even more random items. Yellow dollies, ceramic dolls, and something that didn't fit with any of the others. Things, a hunting knife. I picked it up, studying the heavy case. 
Why did Grandma have this? Beats me, maybe your Grandma hunted before I could remember. I found it in the back of the bedroom closet. I almost missed it. Do you want to keep it? I pulled the knife from the case. I in the shining blade. At the base near the handle is something I'm sure shouldn't be there. A small drop of blood. She'd been murdered, I'm afraid. Stabbed and tossed into the lake. I gasped at a sudden memory. His knife could be from anything. Grandma couldn't have been, but been involved with her friend's murder. Could she? The shaking hands, I slid the blade back in the case and dropped it to the box. In it to the box. No, my Palmas has has enough clutter. Are you okay? I nod, maybe a little too rapidly. Okay, he stares at me. He makes his way back to the driver's door. Call me if you need anything. After he drives off, I go back inside and pick up the envelope. It holds a program with a funeral for the funeral. So I think you cards, a guest book, and a photograph. Oh my God, I fell back against the wall. My eyes glued to the image. My heart pounding. The photograph is of me. The uncle, the one Uncle Frank took in the hallway. And though I was alone that day, according to this picture, I was not. Behind me is a man. I know from the picture. A man with brown hair, wearing his tan, tan slacks, and a shiny green shirt. Only this time, he is smiling.